0: what's up everybody welcome to chicken and the nuggets what's going on everybody my name is jacob brought joining me as always is noah reynolds
1: thank you so much jacob um i am joining you this week thank you so much this is chicken and the nuggets um welcome to the podcast we are here thank you for having me um we took a week off did you miss us
0: Uh, I got so many death threats in the mail, Noah, Uh, people hammering for a new episode. They're like, what chicken are we even going to eat this week? Uh, You know, because we have so many people that also follow along and eat with us. They see the title of the episode. They write down what chicken we're going to they're going to go eat and then they go eat it while listening to us talk about it. Um, I, I, I firmly believe that.
1: I think so, too. I think a lot of people went hungry last week, mm-hmm. and um, you know, um, sometimes it's just what we gotta do and and we think, yeah, we thank all of the um passionate listeners who sent us um threatening emails and messages. but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way that chicken munches sometimes, folks. Right, um, that's right. but you know, we are back, and um,
0: we missed you, missed, you. Awesome. We missed yeah, you Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: um mm-hmm. and i missed you jacob it's good to see you it's been a I little know. bit
0: it is it's it's good to see you uh we did have a, a nice little din din tonight together um on a monday 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 um and we had some nice little nom noms you know Noah? Um,
1: yes yes we did <laughs> um <laughs> and that's just fun um, yeah, dude, we did. We had, um, and we'll get into some nugget stuff later. We are under 30 days until the NBA season starts. It is September 26, 2022. Um, the opening game is October 19th. So you guys can put that math together.
0: We might not get to it, too, Noah. We might just. Keep on talking about how much we miss each other and the listeners.
1: Uh, That's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So you, yeah, you heard it here. We might not get to that, but Mm -hmm. we do. Um. You know, the the clock is ticking down for for that first tip off of the NBA season, and 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 we'll get to some nuggets and basketball news in a little bit. Um. You know. Um. First, we have some chicken to talk about, though. That's right. That's what I was going to start and say um jacob where do we go this week i was very happy you've been nailing it on the suggestions um thus far um in the in the past few episodes so maybe i'll let you at least introduce introduce our spot
0: yeah so you know um i was driving on one of our favorite streets in the state uh, grant street mm-hmm. um you know we have much we love grant street i mean we've covered that on the podcast before um but uh you know Noah, i i was driving and i looked and i was like oh There's a Tokyo Joe's I used to get stoned and walk to sometimes, and it is not a Tokyo Joe's anymore. It is a place called BBQ Chicken, Noah, Uh, Korean fried chicken uh, favorite of the podcast. I was very excited to uh, double dip into the Korean fried chicken world, Noah, Um, and this is a new location. Um, like I said, they still have the same uh, tables from Tokyo Joe's, which is, is that true. Fun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so the same, but that's fine. Uh, I don't, I don't blame them. Why move? Why, why change it if it ain't broken, you know? Um, but uh, this is the second location after they have a successful Aurora location, Noah. So we may be at the precipice or the ground floor, ground zero, if you will, of the uh, barbecue chicken renaissance, uh, even though maybe we'll get into how marketing wise that's probably not a good name for it but uh what do you what do you think Noah there's a brand new uh Korean barbecue chicken spot
1: um very good I thought it was delicious first off um Korean chicken once again reigns supreme people listeners and um you know the hardcores and, and if you're just joining us you can go back and listen to some of our Korean chicken episodes, whether it's Bonchon, whether it's Mono, um, Mono, or, um, you know, we went to um the porklet. Uh, I mean, I think I, I'm not going out on a limb, Jacob, and saying Korean fried chicken is is our favorite variety. Yes, um, yes, sir. In terms of chicken wings and and, you know, we can have a discussion about what it means in a larger um, macro kind of um, point of view. But mm-hmm. This place was real, um, exciting. I'm, you know, the fact that it came, this is the second location from Aurora that obviously bodes well. All the best chicken is in Aurora Mm -hmm. All the best fried chicken. Um, and um i thought this place was delicious i guess do you want me just to should i just start on well
0: first let's also say that we didn't try to avoid the aurora location no no no. Uh, no. this location is just the closest one to us and also very convenient uh by noah's uh trabajo uh spanish for job
1: that's right Mm -hmm. um so that's right we're not avoiding anything in fact i i i encourage us to to find you know reach out have a little bit more of a um casting a wide net um there's one
0: thing i want listeners to know is that we're both allies to everyone
1: yeah oh my god if i want actually i want listeners to know that too so Mm -hmm. both of us Mm That goes for both of us the podcast is an ally yeah um so i ordered yeah i guess i'll just do that i ordered Mm -hmm. the um the hot mala now that's Mala spelled M-A-L-A. And this um oh hold on. Do we, should we do we do want to do an about?
0: Let's do an about first. Okay. Yeah, let, let's go back to a larger view and then let's narrow our view. Yeah. And then let's also kind of go back macro soon, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm getting just so ahead of myself. But um I am I am on the barbecue and it's and this is and it's stylized B B Q. BB mm-hmm. period Q chicken. um, yes. And and you'll love this, Jacob. Mm-hmm. BB period Q in our name stands for best of the best quality. And that's exactly what you can expect from every one of our restaurants. Our Korean fried chicken is crispier, juicier, and more tender than anything you've tasted before. And our sauces provide in, um, oh my gosh, what is that word?
0: A- Electric? Correct? Eclectic. Uh, it eclect- eclectic. It is eclectic mix of flavor.
1: Every dish is the result of both longstanding Korean tradition. Yes, sir. Como mm-hmm. sumida. And yes. modern research and development from our very own Chicken University. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, what is well, this? That's going to have
1: to be something we dive into and find out more about. It's a tremendous amount of work, but it's all worth it when you take the first bite. Whoa. Hold on. Chicken University. <laughs> um. So that is what it says. Here's the story. Chairman 1995, Chairman Yoon Hong-Gwen founded BBQ in South Korea, Seoul, South Korea, with one mission, serve great tasting, high quality Korean fried chicken, yada, yada, yada. Um, wow. Okay. You guys I was be...
0: two years old, Noah.
1: <laughs> How about this? It is there is only There are only two locations in the entire United States, and they're both in Colorado. Damn. See? That we are. Right.
0: We are. We are really, hold on, right? all right. We have more information though. We established Chicken University in Seoul to keep us on the cutting edge of quality and flavor. And all our stores, whether it's Korea or Camp Kansas, champion Korean culture with authentic recipes, exciting flavors, and superior customer service. All right, that pretty much is a good thesis statement and exactly what this restaurant was, Noah. Um, I do uh, think it's funny that Chicken University sounds like uh, you know, if you're a linebacker on Monday Night Football or whatever, it's like Jacob Rupp, linebacker, right. Chicken University. Right. Um, Which is just a great um segue for us to talk about um our Chicken University <laughs> background, Noah, because, you know, I got declined for, for Chicken University. I don't know if you knew that. Uh um, I did
1: not. I was, I got, I deferred.
0: Yes, I didn't have enough uh, extra credit curricular activities I know I was trying to figure it out I was trying to figure it out too hard too hard this is a free podcast um so
1: I thought I thought that only Colorado was the only other place in the U.S. that had it but I'm really just looking at the map with one of those little markers and it Mm -hmm. actually just has one per country that it's at so it's not saying the number of locations it's just saying the number anyway (laughs) this is an international chain um and fifty okay fifty seven countries and thirty five hundred plus locations worldwide. Cool.
0: See, all right. So we're not exactly on the ground floor, um, of this. Not even a little bit. No. <clears throat> nope. But, um, maybe here in the states a little bit. Uh, I I love this chicken, Noah. I love Korean fried chicken. Um, I love it when it's done well, and you can tell this place cooks with heart. And I, I'm not surprised that it's in. Uh, fifty three countries, um, you know, and uh, fifty seven. Yeah, me, excuse me, uh, I forgot about um, the Korea. The other, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Jacob, I yes. I concur, dude. I thought that this was this, you know, uh, everything that they say on their, their website, I would be in agreement with. I thought that this was, um, certainly eclectic, um, variety of tastes. It was the. <laughs> It was crispier, juicier, and more tender than almost anything we've tasted before. Um, the sauces, dude. I mean, obviously that's when we're talking about something like this, that that tends to be, you know, the show. That's where we try to f- focus our attention. Um, and and sorry, and that's where I got ahead of myself, but maybe I'll I'll go ahead now. Is I got the hot mala, which is um eclectic, yeah. Eclectic is shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and um it was um, it's, it, so it initially jumped out in me and Jacob can attest to this as so I was like, I'm going to get the hot mala. And then I ordered, um, to the nice, um, waitress. And then I was like, actually, wait a second. I'm just going to get this, the secret sauce.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then she was like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. And then she was about to walk away. And, and again, people, this will, this is a good story. Um, and then she's about to walk away and then she says, wait, can I just ask, why did you decide to switch from the hot mala? um to the other thing and I said well because I saw that there were four peppers on it ma'am and I thought maybe that might be too much for me and she said my God this is taking too long <laughs> no, longer. make it longer <laughs> and, and she said and then she says mm-hmm. no it's one it's one of my favorites I think you should get it so I said I'm sold thank you ma'am mm-hmm. um and I did and I got it and I'm glad I did it was absolutely what it says it's very sweet but also very spicy like like you know the which is such a cool combo I think you don't get the sweet and spicy nearly as much as I'd like and I think that's a taste that you you do find in Korean fried chicken a lot more um the sauce was delicious it was Chinese inspired it's inspired by mala uh seasoning no uh, uh anyway um that's what it's inspired by. Let me fucking find it. It's yeah, weird.
0: not inspired by Nala. Yeah. Which is nah. um uh, every dog in Greeley, Colorado. Uh it's <laughs> named Nala. Uh but it's, it's mala with an M. An M it's, as in Mala.
1: Chinese mala seasoning. Um, and it was delicious. I don't I don't know. I mean, I you know, we've we've talked about what makes Korean fried chicken unique. And of course, that's that kind of double fry kind of thing where you, you definitely get way more crisp, you get way more, um, crunch, which is kind of like crisp, but not the same. Um, it, you know, it's just masculine, yeah. masculine. Thank you. It's, you're not going to find these things at your old sports bar, you know, with the, with the football games and, and the baseball games on, this is something that that's special. Um, yeah. And I'm, should I should say there
0: was a football game happening on mm-hmm, in the restaurant, mm-hmm. but so, so there, but it is not a yes. place
1: that that would that you would go like mm-hmm. if there was a football game, you wouldn't be like, Oh, yeah, I, I bet there are going to be Korean fried chicken wings there. Yeah. That's not like mm-hmm. and, not. I mean, you get you know what I'm saying.
0: Oh, yeah, and they're probably like, What does the BBQ stand for? Um, you know, that's yeah, and that's best, best.
1: Um, and once again, BBQ stands for
0: uh, best of the best no best of the best quality
1: thank you best of the best quality yes you were right
0: mm-hmm. um and I don't know. the best of the best
1: right and i guess that's that was kind of my summation of my time we got fries fries were delicious
0: yes fries were delicious hold on before we get into this stuff, noah uh you i wanted just the listeners to know that yeah maybe this waitress uh gassed up noah a little bit well i was Uh, gonna
1: wait till yeah why don't you tell your (laughs) thing because i did bury the lead it was um yes
0: because because be uh, seconds before you ordered and then she made you reorder because she's like oh this redhead's Cool and tight and mm-hmm. handsome, and he better yeah. get like a spicy something spicy for Monday night. Uh, I ordered the uh hot spicy um (laughs) on the menu and she was like it's got a bit of a kick to it uh you you, you're kind of like hey are you sure you know what you're doing and i i didn't know what i was doing and she was completely right hot spicy was a little too hot for me which isn't the point but the point is more that that she thought she knew she called her shot already she
1: (laughs) knew she she knew
0: she nailed it. She knew that I was, uh, you know, probably not all the way in my mo- sound mind, and uh, I ordered the hot spicy, which has three flames on a menu. And you know, Noah, we love when menus have a flame scale, some sort yeah, of some scale. Sort of key, yeah. Yes, and most menu. of these sauces don't. There, there are most of the sauces are a maybe a sweet kind of savory type of sauce i would love to try the soy garlic sometime big mm-hmm. soy garlic boy um they have the the secret sauce which you were you uh, uh bailed out of is one so maybe uh, that might have been more my level um or they have the gangnam style which of course is uh Psy influenced um and they have one flame scale so there's a lot of options here noah and basically she was like are you sure? Um, because you don't look like you can do it. And then she responded by asking you, forcing you to get a hotter wing, saying right. you can't handle it. Um,
1: Basically saying, are you sure? Like in the opposite way, like, I think you could probably do better. Noah versus Jacob, which was like, I'm trying to look out for you. Um, and I yes. thought that was just cool. I thought it was a really cool kind of I mean, you use the term gaslight. I never really know what that means. And that's me mm-hmm. gaslighting you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's what she did, gaslighting, but it was definitely a very cool, you know, kind of slight towards you and like a very dope thing towards me where she was definitely more impressed. And again, this is like first impressions. You know what I mean? We haven't really said anything. Um, we told her, she came by, she's like, are you ready to order? And we're like, maybe just a few more minutes. Like that was the kind of extent of our interaction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But out of that, she seemed to she seemed confident enough in And understanding who we are. And listen, dude, she's a waitress. She reads people, you know, she interacts with the general public. So, like, who am I to say that she's wrong? And I'm not going to. I'm not going
0: to say. Well, I'm here to say she's wrong. And uh, I did not tip her. I uh, actually (laughs) made her pay me some uh, 10% uh, just for my emotional damage uh you know because a hot mala noah also three flames so they're both three flames on the the scale so um hypothetically by their own rating system this is the uh right correct um the same type of spiciness so um definitely a slight to me um something i will never forget um it was eclectic um, uh, which, which is a, a word I uh, I don't, have you ever used this word Noah? Have you ever seen not, eclectic?
1: Not, not, not seriously. I will say it as a joke or to be hyperbolic, <laughs> or like you know, you know what I'll say. I'll be like, you know what, this open mic really has a lot of eclectic people right now, <laughs> and that's just me being like, there's a bunch of cows and pigs here. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: um you have a really
1: eclectic taste as being like everything you like is dog shit you know what i mean that's (laughs) what i that's when i use it
0: (laughs) i like using this google uh books thing have you ever seen where you could look up a word and it tells you when it peaked Um, (laughs) no that's
1: uh, cool and
0: eclectic somehow peaked in 2002 uh Mm. was when it peaked but it also had a 1882 was its second peak which uh makes no sense but uh so <laughs>
1: that's a fun thing i'm gonna do that a lot
0: <laughs> yeah well, let's what see. about
1: gar- um try um gangnam yeah Gangnam. <laughs> yeah i do gang uh jacob is looking up how yes. um the timeline of gangnam the word popularity and this okay is nobody
0: start. used it until 1960 <laughs> and then uh 1993 it had a big of an upkeep and then somehow again 2007
1: it had a bigger
0: <laughs> 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 so, shout out gangnam um very good uh shout out to sigh just in general you know Noah? Um absolutely i love me that whoop whoop kind of above uh before it's time a little bit you know
1: i mean it was kind of viral before we knew what viral was mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i'm not talking about sickness <clears throat> nope
0: but kind of because uh Psy is sick
1: <laughs> jacob um yes what's, i uh, what... go ahead yeah Yes, I, just threw- I love this chicken.
0: <laughs> After all that, um, just to go back to how much I liked it, I ate through a, a medium order of, of bone and wings, which is about eight wings, which is plenty, in my opinion. Um, tell that to my GERD, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, shout out to my GERD heads, still listening, <laughs> uh, uh But uh, I I love the fry of a Korean fried chicken. I know we've probably talked about it a lot, but um, whatever uh, magic they're doing back there um, to have such a crispy outside, yet the chicken is so cooked in the inside very well. Um, Just mind-blowing stuff, Noah. Um, Makes me want to try other spices, um, other um, sauces such as the cheese link which is dusted in a rich meddling of sweet cheeses. And it says grab extra napkins. And I love when menu items tell me what to do.
1: Yeah, tell me how to eat. Also, um, there's one that, that's called the baby chicken, and it says make sure you sit on a high top um, mm-hmm. and, and fill your diaper up. Yeah, Jacob, uh, I don't like that. And I'm with you, unless, by the way, it's a nice waitress telling me that I'm more capable of what I actually think I am. So, yeah. Sort of kind of like a Spider-Man slash like um, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker kind of all trio moment being like you, you don't really know your power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that was, that's an example of when I do like being told what to do.
0: The kimchi fried rice just says go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's kind of mean. Um, but honestly, I kind of respect the honesty, actually. <laughs> um, we did get uh steamed rice noah and then we shared some french fries uh but looking at the sides now very impressive uh, lineup of sides french fries sweet potato fries got cheese sticks which is pretty interesting noah uh you know me i'm a little mozzarella boy um and then fried dumplings also kind of jumping out to me uh i'm a little dumpling too um little pumpkin dumpling um, so a lot of sides here at BBQ Chicken. Um, I thought the rice, hey, can't go wrong with steamed rice, right, Noah? Uh, no, it's sir. That's what they eat on Survivor for a reason. And then uh, French fries were very good, Noah. Uh, very nice little uh, Korean fried. I mean, you know, they're killing the fried chicken game. Why couldn't they fry some fries, right? a fryer back there uh, on, on lock. <laughs> I'm I'm leaving a Yelp review right now. Uh hey, keep that fryer on lock. Nobody's touching I, I, that. I
1: hope people are enjoying enjoying this. Um this is this is something I found out, Jacob. Um to franchise, which I think is something you and I want to do at <laughs> yes. some point, yes, two hundred fifty thousand in liquid in liquid assets, and then a minimum net worth of seven hundred thousand dollars. So I don't think that's I don't I don't have that money right now. No, but they no. they charge a franchising fee of thirty five thousand dollars per restaurant, mm. um and then you sign into a deal, recurring royalty fees, five percent, all that kind of stuff. So. The total investment, here we go, to open one of the restaurants, it varies by location and model. But it will range from $255,000 to $788,000. Okay. So I think that is not only doable, but I do think that is something we should do.
0: Yes. And the good thing about getting liquid assets like that is that eventually they turn into gaseous assets.
1: Yeah. And those fill up any space that they um, fill. <laughs> <laughs> yes or whatever the fuck, um
0: yeah. and that's what we're looking for um because we're a couple of fart boys um but uh i think we should get a franchise noah um and then put it in between these two bbqs and just duke it out you know let's compete with our own company um the bbq korean fried chicken love it uh the new uh flavor is a maple crunch you Noah, know, uh, Yikes. Uh, uh glazed in maple syrup with a rich butter and garlic sauce um something i keep on reading and i don't i can't even my head can't even wrap around it uh what that is like uh but hey we've had chicken and the waffles on the podcast i'm not against some a little sweetness you know um but maybe not ma- ma- maple syrup uh sweetness
1: a little too sweet for me too dude a little too sweet for me but um the best what is it possible quality best um best of the best quality best of the best quality chicken Um, oh so yeah maybe i mean i guess we should touch on this just in terms of the marketing um there is no actual barbecue chicken at this restaurant so if you if you look at the restaurant sign and you see bbq just know that it that is an acronym and not a representation of the food that they actually serve.
0: Yes, and, and it is a uh, Korean barbecue though, uh, which is, is kind of confusing. Is it um, Korean barbecue? I don't know, but there is kimchi okay. with our meal, so that seems pretty confident. That makes me no, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but that does make me kind of assume that since kimchi is around this is korean barbecue but um you know me know i've been tricked before by korean barbecue places uh you go in you think it might be a, a semi-affordable meal it's so a 40 dollars lunch um and then you get to make your own food you know um so i'm not even a huge fan of korean barbecue but i love barbecue korean fried chicken
1: See, and then now now that I almost was on board with you and, until you kind of did like the double or triple negative there. So this was...
0: A, a, See, a, I'm not on board with not having the Korean fried chicken.
1: Okay, but you just called it barbecued Korean fried chicken, which I don't know if that's right, it's, unless it is.
0: It's not. Oh. Uh I don't think it is. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. But yes, no, no traditional barbecue uh no american barbecue i guess
1: that's a, you know what jacob thank you that is kind of what i wanted to say american eurocentric western that that's the not the kind of barbecue that you will be finding at this restaurant and frankly i'm happy for it i'm, I'm i like what we got mm-hmm. best of the best quality and you can put that on my ma- mama
0: you can put that on mama you could uh know their values authenticity, pride is the second value. Yep. Uh, creativity and then quality which um maybe uh maybe not in order there but uh, hopefully not. Um No I love this place. Love Korean fried chicken. Um what would you study at Chicken University?
1: Um I probably study um feminist chicken theory. <laughs> what about you?
0: Uh probably um you know, uh, nuggets and astrology.
1: <laughs> yeah, and really, yeah, I feel like you had enough time to do something great. <laughs> yeah, nope,
0: did it all. I am... <laughs>
1: nuggets and astrology, okay.
0: My mind is elsewhere for some yeah, reason. Yeah, Jacob's
1: had a busy week. Um, well, I've dude, had a busy
0: week, I have a new car, I moved yes, next yes, door. Yes. Yeah, none of
1: that is pertinent to this show, but it yeah, if nice. you want to listen to the Jacob Diaries, you can listen to that episode. He releases four a week. And you can find that on Truth Social. But, Jacob, yes. um, first of all, yes, patronize this place. Shout out to BBQ Chicken in Denver and across the world. Um, but I I, I don't know if you knew this, mm-hmm. um, but What's the NFL on? action is in full swing here at Ooh DraftKings Sports. Boy. Day, which, uh, it Which is now where we are. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers... Um, can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. Jesus Christ, that's unfucking believable. Now, Jacob, if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up. Say stepped up same game parlays. Stepped up same game parlays. Um, step up
0: to the streets.
1: And um, I bet you guys are like, well, same game parlays are good enough already. This is a stepped up one. Mm-hmm. So right now, for every leg, uh, you add, you can boost your winnings up to one hundred percent. Hold what? on, wh- wh- what? Rewind. That stepped up. One. <laughs> Damn, dude, you stepped up. Um, wha- Fucking shit. One hundred percent with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? And that's I don't know. That's literally what I tell people. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? So even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. That's 17 weeks, people. Download, right? 18 weeks now. No. Uh, yes. Download yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. If you uh, have a gambling problem, seek out. Got numbers for it.
0: Yes, and DraftKings may be nice, Noah, you know. But I I always think when, when people are telling me about bets they're making, I'm like, what are they spending that money on, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what, are they, what do they use that cash for? And me, I'm buying headphones, <laughs> you know, because I got two ears and I need headphones in both of them. And you know me, I like to put on Red Zone, Put it on mute put in my headphones listen to a podcast and lately i've been listening to a lot of conan o'brien needs a friend uh i love it noah he does he does draft he does uh ad reads longer than ours uh (laughs) that's uh, cool that is very cool um but you know what i've been using is the raycon wireless earbuds noah uh i love it no wires so you know me i'm i'm pumped up i'm like oh you go score david pierce running back wait, of the houston texans
1: wait, wait a second no wires so this is the opposite of the hbo um evening lineup in the 2000s
0: yeah uh, and i don't want to 2000s yeah and i don't want to make anyone six feet under uh, but these earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. And they're Raycons everyday earbuds. So you can wear them every bit, day, Noah. With optimized gel tips and the perfect in ear, ear, ear in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me, Noah. I've had a, a big man pick me up and take me upside down like a blizzard at Dairy Queen. The Raycons are still in my ears, <laughs> and they give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right too, so I'm very bad at betting on sports, and I can afford the quality audio at half the price as other premium auto brands audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Damn, Noah. It's it's just too many features to list. You got three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. So I guess you can list it. Um, uh, but I've been using my <laughs> Raycons, Noah, to listen to this own our own podcast, this one that you're listening to right now. So if you're listening right now and you're like, man, uh, Jacob's deep voice sounds pretty sickly. But uh, I needed to sound more sickly uh, than that's what you use the Raycons everyday earbuds. And this is the call to action go to buyraycon.com today. Use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TBPN15, 15% off. 15, Nikola Jokic. Put it in your ears. That's it, Noah. Raycon. Here, bud. (laughs) Uh, And we got what the meat and potatoes of this podcast is, which is about chicken half the time. But now we're going on. (laughs) And that is the Denver Nuggets, Noah, and a big day in denver nuggets basketball for us specifically in the offseason uh nuggets media day no um and you know we're we're media day at jace kind of you know we're we're, we're uh,
1: members of the media dude
0: yes yes we're so we're, i'd say yes yeah 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 we're members of the uh comedy media uh and the chicken media so why wouldn't we be a part of the nuggets media and You know, we did get invited to go, um, but we were like, no, we have to save ourselves for BBQ chicken. Um, And so that's what we do for you, the listeners, um, to make sure we focus on what's important. Um, Noah, what before going into Media Day and some highlights, uh, were you aware of Media Day? Were you looking forward to seeing the players or anything in specific that you were waiting to
1: see? Um, if you're asking if I had media day marked on my calendar, Mm -hmm. the answer to that would be no, but I am very happy about it. I'm very, I think, um, I had an inclination, um, because we're coming up on training camp and preseason and Jokic was seen flying back to the United States. So all of these things kind of, um, made me, led me to believe that we were going to have a um, media day was coming soon. And this is obviously league-wide. This is not just the Nuggets Day media, Nuggets rather, Media Day. Um, we saw a lot of these, you know, everybody in uniform taking pictures for their, um, you know, walk-up announcement type shit and um, just kind of the regular, the house cleaning, if you will, mm-hmm. of um, uh, of the season. So um, I was really happy, dude. I was really happy to see everybody together i mean jamal and Jokic sitting together at the podium with microphones in front of them that gave me butterflies in my tummy um there's like excuse me yeah, a lot in- of a
0: huh butterflies yeah in my tummy. i guess
1: so i guess mm-hmm. so um and um just kind of the vibes of this um squad um all being together really i'm really into it and gosh darn it if i don't you know include DeAndre Jordan on that list who seems like he's absolutely vibing with Jeff Green. So um I think that is um something to look forward to in terms of the chemistry that this team has. And I'm actually look at, looking at some of the takeaways from Media Day. Hold on, um, before we go in, we please. could talk about
0: other players, other teams, but we're going to focus on the Nuggets, all right? And, you know, we could talk about uh that uh, a uh, 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 Jimmy Butler's hair, his pick me hair. Uh, that he's wearing out there. We could talk about Derek Rose not wearing a shirt at his conference. His pick me shirtless attitude. Um, all these pick me players. Going yeah, around. yeah. CJ C
1: J. And see, you know, uh, a picture of C J. Looking at Zion, being like, "Look at, look at, get somebody who looks at you the way C J. looks at Zion." Yeah, or so something like that. Zion and we're not going to talk weird pick earrings. me. Just, yeah, yeah, he does weird uh-huh. pick me
0: shit. Yeah, we should talk about that at the end. So we may touch on Zion's hearing a little <laughs> yeah. bit more. Uh, but yeah, let's go through some highlights now. Oh, also real quick, yes. even before the highlights, yes, yes, yes. I think a lot that, of people yes.
1: have wanted us to, to make a statement on the um, the Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Mercury, Robert, um, Char, uh, Char, um, yes. Robert. Robert singles. Oh, Thank no. you. Uh, um, and then also I know they wanted a special especially a statement from you, Jacob, for the Imei uh, Adoku um thing. And you're not gonna get it. So
0: yeah, let's no, uh, let's just say Ime really misunderstood quiet quitting.
1: Huh? Yeah, yeah. Ime um <laughs> hold on, I was gonna do a thing. Um Have Ime, you, Have you heard of this? Yeah, Ime did a whoopsie. <laughs> I'm tr- I was trying to be it like Eme may. It's an interesting <laughs> name. It's yes, hey, yes. an eclectic name.
0: And as um, far as Robert Sarver goes, you know, what they say you never fly too close to the Mercury.
1: Um, so those are our official statements from the <laughs> Chicken and Luggins podcast. Um, we will not be making any further statements at this time oh. regarding the various um cultures of abuse and um that kind of thing that yes. seem to be perpetual and consistent within the NBA and the highest echelons of these organizations. But it's media. It's media. Yeah. Hey, it could be worse, it could be the
0: NFL. Uh, Nuggets media day, everybody. Uh, Very fantastic to see. Um, I was able to catch the beginning a little bit on a YouTube stream from the Denver Nuggets, Noah. Uh, So I did get to really watch uh, Malone and Calvin Booth really go off about how good the team is. And already you could tell. watching other clips like we said i think the nuggets vibes were actually really good not even just from a nuggets fan it seems like everyone was pretty happy and kind of on the same page already um so that's something that stuck out to me like you mentioned uh vibes uh pretty pretty high right now um mike malone did say he was in a hit and run though noah um, you know, and, and I did, uh, try to run into Michael Malone's car to get him <laughs> on the podcast. Um, and it didn't work. He was very upset. Um, so that's on me. Well,
1: you're, you ran away. That's what I hit. You're supposed to stick around. You, you hit him and then stay and be like, you want to do the show? But
0: you <laughs> left the scene. He's like, what's the sticker? I just threw a sticker at him. Um, so that's that. <laughs> From from Malone, Noah, a couple, uh, he mentioned Jamal Murray and MPJ looked pretty good. Um, he did mention being smart with easing them in. Uh, and But he also compared it to Nicola and Vlatko after playing Euro basketball. So um, just a lighter load at training camp seems like I would honestly be surprised if any of them played preseason that much, uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, to see how they react to injuries, things like that, but um, does seem like a good sign that Malone's at least grouping Jamal and MPJ in with the relatively healthy Jokic and Vlatko just as like a uh, precautionary and seems pretty positive. Calvin Booth um, did mention that MPJ doesn't really have any limitations at this point. Um, Seems like they may be more careful careful with jamal um we'll get to mpj what he thinks later um but uh what do you think about uh malone at least just you know being semi-positive about jamal murray and mpj um
1: oh uh, well i think um you know as we've gone through time and time again um the nuggets their favorite thing is to not tell the whole story or to, you know, dictate you a little bit as far as injuries and as far as timetables and as far as just kind of the overall narrative of team health goes. And I think it's their prerogative to do that. We've discussed it a lot of people get way more angry than I think they should at the, you know, lack of transparency doesn't even sound right, but just lack of communication. Um, so anything beyond what they've done in the past, which is basically beat around the bush and not give a direct answer makes me happy. Um, and the fact that, you know, Malone, even previously, um, when, um, in summer league in Las Vegas, he made even more concrete, um, promises, which is like, we're not going to play him more than 35 minutes, you know, and we're gonna, we're gonna, um, do shit like that. So I think when there's like something that you can actually look at and look forward to then that that makes it seem a lot more real versus then just like some sort of arbitrary you know um statement like good to go or or will be ready or something like that when it seems like it's a, a it just seems more real when he's when he's making um concrete promises is my point
0: yeah one weird thing that he i did notice that he mentioned was that like he was like jamal could have went maybe last playoffs like he was still kind of being like hey we didn't know if he could go or not which is kind of a weird yeah you don't believe that right just kind of still believe no i think they knew that he wasn't there uh mentally i guess is kind of the story now more than i think he was cleared technically he could have gone but you know but why
1: even bring it up at this point i mean is it do you think it's a I think so people he was, don't get on his ass kind of thing. No,
0: I think it was more just like he could be ready sooner than he is, actually, kind of thing. Where like he was close last year, so this year he's gonna be perfectly good, I think. I don't know. It was just a weird it, kind of side yeah. thing. So, um, yeah,
1: it doesn't seem necessary. Um, and it's also like um, you know, like I said, they they've made it clear that he's gonna be there game one. So so everything beyond that and up until this point has been just kind of part of the saga. Yeah,
0: so um, we'll see it. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously we are very close to seeing Jamal Murray back on a basketball court, um, and uh, super exciting, and I'm not surprised that they're taking more care of Jamal or uh, taking more precautions, um, because it seems like MPJ is probably going to be at this type of risk his entire career and Jamal is more uh, it, there's more in Jamal uh, with the team than MPJ at this point in their career. So um, Michael Malone also uh, said that people under us un, don't understand the importance of Bruce Brown, <clears throat> which is great. I cannot wait to see Bruce Brown. Uh, he's definitely a Malone guy too um which is awesome uh and i don't think noah if you saw but he also mentioned that um calling gillespie is a favorite of his of course Colin gillespie got hurt but he was like yeah colin would have had time this season eventually so just
1: what i said i yeah. like when i make takes that actually turn out to be true because we're not sports analysts but i told you i said that dude uh, is you know we know what he is but he's got a winning pedigree and well anyway this is all of little consequence
0: <laughs> yeah now that he's gone but yeah he was gonna be a souped up kind of Faku. um calvin booth went on a, actually a faku thing too um <clears throat> which was kind of interesting basically basically thanking him for his time with the nuggets and how good of a locker room guy he was and
1: stuff but uh shout out faku um and i did i also mentioned it for a second but like jeff green and Je- deandre jordan whether or not that's gonna have any impact on the court but they're like Best friends or, you know, very, very close friends. I didn't know if that was a previous thing. I mean, were you aware of them being friends beforehand? Because because usually that's DeAndre's thing, at least in the last few years, is to move with his friends or to move where his friends tend to be
0: yeah it's it's funny how all of a sudden you know all of deandre jordan's friends right <laughs> like it, it's not surprising that jeff green has friends either but for some reason it's like oh that's why deandre jordan picked the nuggets like does he just make it super clear that it's just like whoever his friends are at because honestly he must i mean he seems really cool actually he seems like a cool guy uh and kind of funny and stuff but yeah they I guess we're friends beforehand. Uh, it kind of makes a little more sense to me now yeah. that DeAndre Jordan's there. Um, right. <laughs> and he doesn't seem like a negative uh type of vibe at all no. you know and and say what you will about how good Boogie was off the bench which is debatable uh I think his off the court vibes probably didn't mesh as well as a DeAndre
1: Jordan so now I kind of get it <laughs> well, <laughs> he's, and, I, and, again, and again I've said this I think this is he, he's not somebody who's going to be I think probably I don't I can't imagine he's going to be the number two option for uh the five i think that's going to be um i think this is it's setting everything up for vlatko big breakout year in my opinion
0: malone also uh it talked about zeke Naji. yes being the four and five um zeke went on to say that he yeah. feels more comfortable as a four but seems like malone wants him to kind of compete at that five spot as well um and he definitely was like hey it was our mistake to try to put zeke as a small forward which is kind of interesting to kind of um
1: i don't know what would you rather
0: take your losses like that um i i would rather uh uh zeke kind of be that four spot. interesting um i think he just because of his um spot up three shooting i kind of like that in a power forward type position um, you know, but it also still stretches the floor as a center, too. So I think I it's think what well, think I think, I
1: think, I mean, you know, everything changes during the season, injuries and stuff. But our our the backup center position, I don't I think is of little consequence on our team. It has been in the past years, and I think it currently is now. Um, well, on paper, it'd be the last minutes of anything right yeah it would which is exact again we're talking about rationale behind deandre jordan which when it happened people thought the fucking whole world was on fire we thought everything was gonna so again i'm not and i brought this up i'm not I'm really in the slightest bit worried about that i'm not worried about who's gonna take that spot um you know i like the idea of a competition i like honestly i like zeke at the five i think that is cool you know um he's fucking tall i'm looking at this right now he put on 10 pounds of muscle this year mm-hmm. uh this summer along with um bones who you know was a totally different you know thing which we could talk to talk about a little bit in terms of what his leap will be he also put on 6 pounds of weight so these dudes are getting bigger too um and um yeah i mean i guess in terms of the shootings he does make more sense at, at the forward kind of role but i i like the idea of being able having the versatility of that if he really needed to um you know especially if deandre isn't playing or Vladko isn't playing or whatever it's a good option yeah it is a good option i would like to see at some point
0: a i don't know if it ever happened uh but a uh vlatko zikadji front court uh, be cool. might be pretty fun just a couple kind of smaller but younger guns out there kind of flying around might be pretty tight uh uncle jeff green knows that he loves denver um and he opted into his contract because he feels the team can win a title so beautiful um, always wanna... good to hear
1: stuff like that sorry i want to touch on this bruce brown thing i have yes. i was i i did kind of feel like in terms of the acquisitions and trades and stuff we did this year uh, this offseason, um, the KCP one got way more traction than Bruce Brown, yeah, which I think is kind of maybe Malone's point or a little bit of what he's trying to say, dude. But after that happened, I was watching Bruce Brown defensive vid- defensive videos. I mean, the dude is an animal, and I think, um, we talk about how how good a deal, um, the KCP was, but I, I think Bruce Brown, um, is I think we're we're looking for a really. Kind of um, role player position that he's gonna he'll play.
0: Yeah, I mean both KCP and Bruce Brown are like championship pieces, right? right? Like, but Bruce Brown, yeah, is still more exciting to me for sure too, as well because Bruce was also playing a small ball five. I guess we're kind of focusing on this side now. But uh Bruce, well, no, it's interesting because yeah. you think
1: about. I mean, I think the problem with it is, is we put so much on Jokic and everything that it's like it's a little bit where. God, we have to have a. We have to have um, you know, a plan, right? And yeah. it 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 seems like it's the most insignificant position. But if anything goes wrong, if he gets ejected, I mean, our whole we've seen it the last two years. Everything falls apart. So it's the most insignificant position, sort of. But also, it's the most important one that we have a plan for, right?
0: Yeah, and then uh, Bruce is also interesting because another versatile guy, kind of. He is also comfortable. Per, uh, defending on the three, like a perimeter three spot, um, you know, which I think will really be important when you're facing like a Luka in the playoffs or a, uh, even a Booker, you know, like I think a uh, Bruce Brown might be a guy, maybe not the whole time on like a Booker or Luka, but uh, like have a couple drives
1: here and there. Um, like and he's can, great. And he, yeah. sorry, I was just, he's great. I mean, his perimeter defense is one of the things that he really, um thrives at and something that the nuggets have especially been lacking and if you know when we're going against those bookers and the golden states of the world and shit like that then that kind of asset is going to be huge
0: Yeah. Just imagine if you're Luca and you have Aaron Gordon on you and you're trying to switch on to Bruce Brown, like you're pretty much only trying to find Jokic on the court if he's on there with them. And even then it's like, well, you're just going to get doubled anyway. So, you know, so like I think it's a great spot. Uh, Malone did say he wants to be a top five defense, which Mm -hmm. I think is pretty lofty, but with such a good offense that they're going to have a top 10 defense, uh, an improvement of top 15
1: will be enough to kind of take that next step. I think um, who, who would those defenses be? Cause I agree. I think it's a huge goal, but like to set your expectations that high, I think is, is a yeah, good idea. So it probably so, be the Celtics. Probably Celtics, the, uh,
0: Might be in there. Um, the heat are always Miami. I was just um, going to say more of a defensive team that kind of locks down Eric Spolstra. Milwaukee, maybe Milwaukee, just because of Giannis's presence for sure. Um, and then I think technically Golden State still will probably have that's kind of a lot on their younger um Wiseman and things like that kind of painting out, but which they're
1: they're really this is going to be the last real test for that, so they'll they'll give up on Wiseman. They still have
0: Draymond, who's such a defensive monster, it's weird, and then um, uh the lakers of course no i'm kidding um so uh... i don't i don't see
1: uh, i mean when you're laying out the list like that it doesn't seem that unreasonable for um for the nuggets to to make a step to make a step like that maybe not top five but certainly a, a significant enough step to where we're winning games that we wouldn't otherwise have won
0: yeah. Uh, moving on up to MPJ, Noah, he thinks that he is ready to go, of course. Um, he doesn't think the careful route is the way to go. So he would ideally like to play every game, which is kind of uh, uh we'll believe it when we see it type of thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, MPJ also um, kind of didn't really talk about doctors in a positive way, which is kind of funny and on brand um so that happened and then Jokic and jamal together noah you mentioned butterflies in your stomach uh love seeing them together and what an awesome idea to do a bunch of pairs too kind of um
1: right uh pretty cool um Jokic, Bruce brown went to the yes. same went to miami right he went to the same school as somebody Um, or am i thinking of i think
0: i think so uh where did jeff green go
1: was it miami Maybe maybe it is Jeff Green.
0: I know uh, Jeff Green went to Georgetown. Fuck. We're 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 stupid.
1: Okay, I can't remember. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, we have we have we have a we have some duos on the team that are also all together happy. Yes, altogether <laughs> happy. Yeah.
0: Um I yeah. Jamal Murray seems excited to play, uh, for sure, obviously. Um, he's excited to get back out there. One of my favorite parts of the whole day, um, Noah was uh, them asking Jamal about when him Jokic and Aaron Gordon like kind of first got together, and there was that stretch run where they looked really good jamal was like yeah i thought we could beat everybody and then they asked Jokic, and he's like yeah i don't remember um which is so perfect and hilarious and also it's been like yeah 100 basketball games (laughs) since then too Jokic (laughs) is like yeah i've been playing so much basketball i have a
1: kid now yeah literally the last time you asked me i didn't have a kid (laughs)
0: yeah yeah so um just Jokic is my favorite person in the world um he also mentioned the goals to retire as a nugget still Yep. Um, which is uh, obviously music to, to our ears. Um, kind of funny, they both uh, thought the new take foul rule is stupid, um, you know? So I look to see Jokic try to get a bunch of take fouls um, again, which is uh, kind of the most annoying part of Jokic's game, even though it's not that annoying. Um, but I thought that was uh, funny. Um, any more thoughts about Jokic and Murray, Noah, before kind of wrapping up here?
1: Um, no, dude. I mean, you know, everything we'll see what happens, but like um I I think we are really, really lucky um mm-hmm. to have these two guys because you I mean, man, you you look at some of these super teams that have been put together or um just other trades of, of top talent, and one of the biggest things Problems that they have is is chemistry and connection and the ability to play as teammates, whether that's um the Nets or the 76ers or any number of you know expensive um championship contending teams. All I mean it Jamal and Jokic haven't lost a beat. Everybody is so fucking happy to be around each other. And like to your points, like um to what Jeff Green said, and it's like these guys would not be here if they didn't have a real belief that 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 the championship was in our grasp and that's just so exciting dude i don't know um i'm happy i'm happy to see this shit and yeah and and jokic and, and jamal are as as on the same page as they ever have been so a lot to look forward to for sure
0: they also mentioned that no which i thought was pretty sick is that they just don't they don't practice chemistry or anything <laughs> um they just said they just like read and react to each other which is kind of like uh craziness um uh just to kind of go out and do that um before we go Noah, we kind of buried the lead but one of the funniest not even funny but interesting parts of uh media day is aaron gordon who recently came under fire a little bit for uh thumbs downing that anthony (laughs) edwards got fined and uh basically he explained that he didn't know why he got fined he was just kind of hates to see his brothers getting money taking from their pockets and he said he was ignorantly posting emojis which who hasn't and uh ag said it's a valid fine after he found out what it was for so yeah could you uh, explain to the people (laughs) And if you need to look that up, uh, we covered that in, in last week's episode. Um uh, what what uh, the one that didn't get released, uh because we went on a whole thing about uh, Anthony Edwards' uh, Instagram video. So uh but I don't know. I kind of believe that from Aaron Gordon. Seems like a guy who would just kind of retweet something, uh, do an emoji. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like too (laughs) ill-intented towards him. I don't know.
1: No, I, I'm not too worried about it. I, I don't imagine if there's anything that's correct out of that statement, it's that Aaron Gordon did not read the whole thing or was (laughs) thought it was something. Then it wasn't that I do believe. Um, so yeah, not, no, nobody, uh, no ill intent over here. Um, in this clubhouse, um, I don't know any 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 other final things nothing I think I'm happy I I'm pissed that we can't watch um television or nuggets on tv but until our owner has a um consistent pattern of um abuse then we're gonna not watch on tv (laughs) so I don't know (laughs) yep yep so that's gonna do it here for
0: chicken and the nuggets uh please like and subscribe and and share our podcast to your friends please please uh, please share it oh share it please oh please and then go buy noah's shirts link is in the bio if you have a gambling problem the link is in the bio um and then uh i think that's gonna do it for us uh bye everybody See bye you next thanks yeah, Bye. have a good
1: week